0: We're going to talk about, well, what else? What everybody in this country and really right around the world has been uh, talking about over the last uh, 12, 16 hours or so. Of course, Justin Trudeau apologizing for this 2001 uh, photo that uh, depicts him, shows him in brown face. This is from a a school yearbook when he was a teacher, 29 years old, uh, out in B.C., out on the West Coast. Mr. Trudeau addressed the media, as I'm sure you're well aware, from his campaign plane uh, late last night Here's a bit of what he had to say. It was something that uh, I didn't think was racist at the time, but now I recognize um, it was something racist to do, and I am deeply sorry. And let's go right to Randy Rahamim, Managing Director at Teneo Holdings. She joins us here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Randy, good afternoon. Appreciate you coming on. Good afternoon, Jeff. All right, just uh, first off, I wanted to get your take as a crisis communicator and somebody who has uh, helped a a lot of clients and a lot of people uh, find themselves in tough situations. What did you make of Mr. Trudeau's statement uh, last night?
1: Well, I actually found it quite unfortunate because I think that's what's going to get him into more trouble than the photos themselves. I think that not owning up, I mean, what we what we always try and think of, first of all, I think the the photos are, you know, a problem, period, full stop, whether we think of the polit- political implications or not, uh, they're problematic. But regardless, thinking through how this is going to play out politically, we prefer... Um, one bad day in any crisis. We want to bundle all the bad news at once and deal with it all at once and not have these pervasive ongoing and negative, uh, n- negative stories that repeat where there's more information and more fodder and more discussion. And we, we and that's what creates a problematic crisis to manage. And so I think that coming out yesterday and saying there were only two instances and now a third one appears, um, that's That's what's really going to be problematic because he can't contain this. He can't put brackets around it. He's not, you know, so what's next? And the fact that he has to make himself available for a second, um, a second round of media interviews later this afternoon, another media availability. That's not where you want the leader, the leader of a party to be right now uh, on his back foot two days in a row now. Um, So I don't think it's being handled well. I think he was a little bit glib in his comments with regards to, you know, how I love a costume. Um, I think that, you know, making light of the situation is not helpful. I think Mm -hmm. he tried at times to use plain language and and take ownership, um, but he was unsuccessful in doing that by not providing all the
0: facts. All right. You uh, covered a bunch of things here, so let's uh, really parse a few of them. First and foremost, yes, Mr. Trudeau is expected to address the public, uh, take reporters' questions again. We're thinking maybe at the top of the hour, right around 2 o'clock, When and if that happens, we will bring it to you live here on Global News Radio. And as you mentioned, one of the cardinal rules in these cases, Randy, is full disclosure. And it was pretty eye-opening to hear uh, Justin Trudeau admit that uh, he'd done this not once but twice, the other time in uh, high school. And this morning, Global News broke the story of a third case. There's a video of a Trudeau in a brown or black face. Uh, Again, just how damaging is that?
1: I actually think that's the most damaging component, because I think that we could all agree that in his tenure as uh, prime minister, he has made a lot of policy initiatives that are clearly not racist. I mean, he's opened the doors for refugees. He has, you know, he has, I think, demonstrated from a policy perspective that he is not a racist. Um uh, so I think that, you know, you could have had if, if one were to forgive him what, or one were trying to rationalize support for Trudeau, one could say these were in the past. He, he did a bad thing. We don't agree with what he's done. But overall, he's proven himself to be somebody that is quite tolerant and progressive in his policies. Okay. But then now, to have it come out again, I think where this is damaging, is, and, and this is why I think it could be a mistake for opposition, I think that it's a stretch of an argument to make that Trudeau is a racist. And I don't think that's where opposition should go. I think what they should be doing is reinforcing some of the perceptions of late, that the Polish is chipping away, that Trudeau's not genuine, that he's not sincere, that he speaks out of both sides of his mouth, that you can't take him at his word. And I think uh, if you think of the conservative tagline in the campaign, about Trudeau right now and all their advertising, which is not as advertised, I think it's just another proof point. That's where they should be going with this. Um, The fact that he has to come out and correct himself again, that's the most damaging piece here.
0: You know, many were struck uh, by some of the language that Justin Trudeau used uh, last night, Randy. Uh, In particular, I saw a lot of people refer to this uh, when he said that he was wearing, quote, makeup. And some have said that that was an attempt to somewhat downplay the seriousness of this and uh, what actually uh, happened. Uh, Do you think makeup, was that a wrong choice of words?
1: Yeah, but I can see why they did it. I mean, I I can see why he wouldn't want to have the words blackface come out of his mouth. And I think that, um, but I think that he took, look, I think he tried his best to take ownership of the issue. I don't think, um, I think that, uh, you know, whether we debate if he's a racist or not whether it was the right thing to do i think we can all agree that you know it was a, that what he did was wrong and i think that he honestly tried to issue a sincere apology those apologies and that statement was crafted with a million people like there were probably at least 10 people involved in crafting that statement um, so those those words were chosen quite carefully um And I think so. I think that uh, I I don't think the words are terrible. What I think is terrible is that, you know, owning up to two out of three, that's going to
0: cost him in the long run. Yeah. let me also ask you about his uh, use of uh, the term pissed off, which always gets anyone's attention when a world leader uh, uses language like that. Uh, But he said several times during that press conference last night that he was pissed off at himself. Uh, Wondering also if that's a poor choice, because does that not make it about him instead of those that were offended by the actions?
1: I think what he's trying to do is put himself on the side of uh, the average person who's seeing this. Uh, I think he's trying to humanize himself. I also think he's trying to be casual and relatable. And I don't necessarily think it worked, um, but I think that's what he's trying to do by using this this sort of language and, and sort of going making it seem like he's going off script and being quite candid with people.
0: But you don't think that that really hit the mark?
1: No, I don't think so. I think that people people want a sincere apology. And I think I think that, you know, he tried his best to deliver that. Um, But, you know, the question now, I think, before us is how do you come out and apologize again? I'm sorry. There was a third time that I did this, too.
0: Yeah, before we uh, get, get to that, I wanted to ask you and contrast what uh, Justin Trudeau had to say last night to that of NDP leader Jugmeet Singh, who certainly has had a different experience uh, through life. And, and what he said about, uh, you know, to those that are offended and have uh, felt this before, I want you to know, and I'm paraphrasing here, but basically, you are not alone, that you are loved.
1: Yeah, and, and what I think he also said was something around that you still have, you're safe and you're welcome here in Canada. And that's where I actually think he took it too far. Look, I think it's an opportunity for Jagmeet Singh. I'll be honest with you. I think this is you know this works to his political advantage people that are looking at this situation are not going to say if they're going to change their vote about this situation they're not going to say you know what i can't i can't cast a vote for justin trudeau because i believe that he's a racist so i'm going to support andrew sheer because if you were offended by trudeau's racist photos you're offended by sheer's anti-lgbtq positions in the past likely right um, but I think this does swing potentially to the left, right? So people that are, that switch are likely to switch to Singh, which can, of course, indirectly by splitting the left vote and swing riding. But in terms of the language that that Jagmeet, that, that Jagmeet Singh used, I think he went a little bit too far. Like, I think that, that that's actually – do you think that people – Now feel unsafe in Canada or unwelcome in Canada because of that. I think, I mean, I can't speak for the community, but I I would say that's a stretch.
0: Well, let me ask you then about the conservative response, because Andrew Scheer was certainly criticized uh, for being over the top or going too far when the SNC-Lavalin scandal uh, broke, uh, demanding the uh, prime minister's uh, resignation. What did you make of the conservative uh, response last night? Well, interestingly,
1: I, I find the concern, you know, Andrew Shear came out saying that if it was his own members of his own party, that he would, you know, accept an apology and move on. He doesn't seem to be affording the, lead- uh, you know, his opposition, uh, the same, the same sort of
0: um, kind of uh, runway or leeway there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, I think that he I think the best thing for Andrew Shear to do is to so- sort of lay low and just say, you know, I expect more. I'm disappointed in the prime minister. And, you know. And not hammer hard on this. Uh, I think that it still works in his favor. He doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to look like he's politically greedy here.
0: Can he do that though? And I don't mean just uh, personally, because obviously, uh, and I mean this goes far beyond politics for a lot of people. But we are in the midst of an election campaign here. He and Jugmeet Singh both are going to be asked continuously now uh, about this out on the campaign trail. Yeah,
1: I think that he I, – but I think the the tone and the way in which he addresses it has to be, uh, you know, I'm disappointed in the, in the prime minister's past behavior. I, I think that I call upon him to issue a proper apology to the Canadian people. This is just another example of how, you know, who – what he says and, and what he does are just completely out of sync. That's where I'd go if I were Andrew Shearer. I just wouldn't keep hammering home the he's a racist because I, I think that's going to fall flat for some people.
0: Yeah, but if he uh, you know uh, pairs that up or marries that uh, with SNC-Lavalin, the uh, Aga Khan, uh, several other things uh, again playing to that conservative narrative of not as advertised.
1: Not as advertised. I think that's it's another proof point in the narrative that what you see and what you get with Justin Trudeau may not may not align
0: yeah, Just finally, we mentioned a couple times here that uh, Justin Trudeau is expected to speak on this again. He is in uh, Winnipeg today. He's uh, due to speak in about 45 minutes or so. What would your advice be to Justin Trudeau and the Liberal Party as he uh, gets set to face the cameras and the microphones again?
1: Well, the first thing I would do is make sure that there wasn't a fourth <laughs> a fourth incident that was going to surface. Um, and, and I think that I'd really want to get at, and I think that he would know because you recall, like they've done a lot of vetting of their candidates, a lot of money. The Liberal Party puts a lot of money behind any p- potential candidate, so they have insurance. They do opposition research on their own members. So I don't believe that this is news. This, you know, this is known. I think to the Liberal Party and to people in the inner circle for a long period of time. Um, so I think that what he needs to do is come out very plainly um, and say another video has surfaced i am i completely regret what, what what i've done in the past i think people can take me at my word and at my record that i'm not racist but that's not good enough i'm going to be meeting with members of the community to apologize to them directly and uh, i look forward to you know working on rebuilding my your your faith in me as a candidate Like i, I think that's it i would keep it short and sweet
0: yeah, but uh, you have to wonder how hollow some of those words are going to ring for a second uh, consecutive day uh, once another video has surfaced, if we just hear the same you know, basic talking points, which are, um, I deeply regret, I'm truly sorry, I, I take full responsibility.
1: Yeah, but I don't know what else he can say at this point in time. I think that, you know, remember, October 21st is a lifetime away in in, in a campaign. We've got a month to go. So what we think is dominating... Uh, the narrative between now and then. I mean, that could shift very quickly. So I think if I were him, I'd offer a sincere apology. I'd work on uh, meeting directly with members of the community just to repair relations. And then I would uh, hope that this moves on and there's nothing else that's going to come out. All right, there Randy. something else that changes this narrative.
0: Yeah, appreciate the time and your expertise as always. Uh, thanks so much for coming on.
1: Thank you.